BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's up, guys? Don't forget to sub to Patreon so that you can see the visuals. Because not only do we have episodes of the podcast, we have exclusive content that nobody else sees on any other apps, behind the scenes, photo shoots, and we're dropping a whole bunch of surprising stuff this year. So if you guys don't want to miss out and you want to be the first to know, go over to our Patreon, www.dumblondunrated.com. Love ya. Is this thing on? Bonnie, who used to be a former sex worker and now hosts the podcast Dumb Blonde. Most little girls grow up wanting to be doctors and lawyers and shit. And I was like, I want to be super hot, make a lot of fucking money and be a rock star's wife. That was my goal as a child. And here we are. (laughs) What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Dumb Blonde. Today, I have one of my favorite guests back on the podcast. And I'm so happy that he has blessed us with his presence again. Mr. Josh Wolf is in the house. What's up? What's up, baby? Can I tell you, first of all, how excited I was to come back here. Our last conversation felt, you know, there was a point in time where I forgot I was sitting in front of a microphone and there were lights. Like it was a legit straight up talk. There aren't very many of those where you forget that you're performing, like not performing, but you're on air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was fantastic. But new, beautiful studio. I. I stroked your furry wall. Yeah, let's see. So <laughs> thank you for the you, compliments, by the way, because yep. I really try to create a safe space for everybody to just come and hang and, you know, talk their talk their shit. But um, well, it's because you're so brutally honest and authentic mm-mm. that you, Do you want to make out, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just lock that? Yeah, uh, lock the door but, over there. Turn the lights down low, but, baby. But you let's know, go. but that's you you're, have no other you have to be that with you because I feel like if someone came in wearing a mask, you would be like, what are you? I'll break it down. Yeah. Yeah. What for are you sure. doing? I'll this is right not what it. this is for. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking, but back to the furry wall. So Josh walks in and the first thing he does is go, he goes, Oh, I love this furry wall. And he starts stroking it. And I'm like, okay, dude's high. Yeah. And he's like, I did mushrooms last night. Take me on this journey. Well, you know, I like, a drug or yes, two. Yes. And I'm not somebody that dabbles in it. Like yeah. I, I'm not an, I'm, I don't like, I've never been a guy who's like, let's have a drink. Right. I don't know what the point of that is. Mm-hmm. We getting fucked up. Cause <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'll get like fucked up with you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. That's yeah, exactly. And so he actually told me once, Jelly told me once, he was like, you're the only dude where I've questioned, do I really want to do mushrooms with this guy? <laughs> oh, because I like to just take them. Yeah. All of them. I, who goes home with drugs? No, the, and that's how my husband is too, but sometimes he'll, he has a limit. So when it comes to hallucinogenics, he definitely has a limit. Well, last night, 
I, I ate mushrooms on stage. You're a fucking savage. I fucking love it. How do you, how? There's so many people around, don't you? Doesn't it like. Yeah, but I love the tightrope feeling. Right. Okay. I've done it for a long time. So, you know, sometimes I'm like, let's see what happens. Right. Do you know what? What's the yeah. worst thing that could happen? Yeah, I make an trip. asshole of myself. Yeah. That's happened every day of my life. Right. Do you know what I mean? So what? Right. So, but you know what mushrooms recently have done for me? Like I will take them and sometimes I take them in, and I like to actually be by myself. Which I think is crazy because they normally say when you trip, and I don't know a lot about mushrooms. I yeah. know I dabbled in them and we'll talk about that too. Um, but when you take mushrooms, don't they say that you need like a trip buddy? I mean, sure. He's like, ish. I guess. But sometimes I take them just to, I don't know, have conversations with myself. Yeah. They, okay. I, I took, there were two trips, yo, that changed <laughs> so many things with me yeah one i took them so i'll take them i'll go to my hotel room i'll turn off all the lights and i get under the covers mm -hmm. and i try to solve problems with myself yeah and one i was on a little trip under my covers and i, I feel like i was under there for like 30 35 minutes and then i got out from under the covers and i said out loud i forgive you i was talking to people who i felt like when i was younger i used to hold on to this person did me wrong or this but the, they're not thinking about you. Yeah. The only person you're weighing down is yourself with that shit, right? Yeah. And I said out loud, I forgive you and I hope you all forgive me. So forever, whoever thought that I wronged them, I just wanted a clean slate and know that I'm, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. And I woke up the next morning feeling lighter. I was That's like, oh, there's something off my plate here. Yeah. Right. And so I, I kept diving back down this other time. Cause you've been for, okay. Just for a point of perspective, yeah. Josh, you came on the podcast, what, like two years ago? Probably. Okay. And if you guys want to recircle back to listen to that podcast, it's a, just a Josh Wolf podcast. It's amazing, but you can hear more of his story. But in that podcast, you were talking about how you were just starting to dabble in shrooms, yes. right? Yeah. So you've evolved from just dabbling to full on having tent sessions in, Yo, under tent your blankets. <laughs> That's under the name of blankets. my next album, the Josh Wolf, the tent <laughs> sessions. your fucking blankets. <laughs> I, <laughs> Yo, okay. The net. Okay. The next thing that happened. Yeah. So I was a dude at one point in my life who could get the ball up to the 10 yard line. I right. was really good at it, but there was something in me that didn't feel like I was good enough or deserved to take it to the goal line. Yeah. And one tent session. <laughs> <laughs> you're forever going to call it a tent session. <laughs> One like you're doing <laughs> like you're doing peyote in the forest one of the tent sessions i started arguing with that part of me nice and i ended up leaving the tent session saying i don't fucking need you anymore is it like an ego death almost yeah whatever it is whatever it was fear of success fear of sa failure whatever it was fear of putting my best foot forward because then people were actually going to judge me yeah. whatever that was i said out loud i don't need i don't need you anymore well, however i picked that up wherever i picked that up i don't want to see you ever again whatever and i was speaking to it like it was an entity and i the next day different person i've changed so much in the last two years yeah like you seem a lot happier 
I'm so happy. And peaceful. I, I feel like a peacefulness on Man, you. It's so crazy. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell you the craziest thing that has happened to me. Okay. Okay. I don't know how. I was in Austin, Texas. I got off the plane and I just started to feel angry. Mm. And I'm not an angry dude. In my rental car, punching the roof of my car angry. Oh my gosh. I get to the hotel room. No drugs. And I'm in bed and I'm just angry. So I say out loud at one point, hey, because I've heard about this stuff. And you know, I'd had somebody tell me, you meet a lot of people, you probably pick up energies. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that stuff? Oh, absolutely. So I was like, I just said out loud, hey, if there's something in me, on me, please leave. Yeah. And it was almost felt like I felt something, okay, grip onto me. Wow. So then I was like, it, I said it out loud again because I'm not this dude. I was right. like, hey, kind of joking. You can leave me now. Right. I ended up, oh, this was the craziest thing. I was pushing down my arm and flicking. I felt like so there was something in, like I was mm. physically wrestling with something that was in me and I was trying to flick it out of my at one point I had ordered pizza before all this stuff, stuff happened and I'm, I'm in <laughs> my room pizza order <laughs> I am screaming get the fuck I'm arguing with this thing and you're not tripping this not is just tripping. sober okay and in in like at one point like I made this noise I'm not I don't make noises like a growly deep and I was like oh fuck and I'm screaming and I hear this pounding I'm like get out of here yeah. and then I just heard pizza and I was like sorry <laughs> B BRB yeah. spirit. <laughs> I was like, leave it by the front door. I'm arguing with a demon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, but I'm 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 flicking, flicking, flicking. Get out, flick. I'm sweating, bunny. Oh my goodness. And um, I just fell back in my bed, pool of sweat. I felt a little lighter, but I but still felt dark in the room. And then. About 45 minutes, I shot up like it had jumped back into me. This is the two years of just clarity and yeah. almost like cleansing myself. And I was like arguing with this fucking thing again, pushing it out of my body, flicking my fingers, flicking my fingers. And then it felt like somebody turned on the lights in the room and that like it was still. Wow. And I felt peace. Wow. And all these things, I don't know whether it's whatever was inside of me that that I didn't feel good about myself, but I have pushed all of it out of my body because it doesn't, it doesn't serve me. Right. And when I look at what I have, I've, I've stopped looking at what I don't have. Right. Which is what I think a lot of us do. Mm -hmm. You get mired in what you don't have. Yes. And you know what I have? I have a fucking beautiful wife. I have a, she I is have, a baddie. You guys, just, I've, and just a sweet human. The kindest person. Yeah. I have three great kids. I have two parents who are still alive and married. I have three great brothers. I have a great family. I get to do what I've always dreamed of doing. Yeah. And so like it's been perspective over these two years where I'm like, I'm never thinking about what I don't have ever again yeah. because I have so much. That's and amazing. Yeah, dude, it, it's. And when I saw you two years ago, I was literally, I was sicker than I've ever been in my life. Yeah, let's talk about that. So I remember when you had came on the podcast, um, even Mimi and I had said, I was like, man, he just doesn't look like he feels good. And then I went home and I told Jay, I was like, hey, is Josh okay? 
You know, and he's like, yeah, I think so. 145 you know? pounds is what I weigh. Yeah, you were tiny. I remember the color of your skin, though. I even told Jay, I was like, I was like, he's kind of like gray. Yeah. I was like, is he okay? And he's like, I think he's doing a new diet or something. You know how I guys have, are. Yeah. Guys are always like trying to make excuses. He's on a diet, bitch. Don't can ask I, questions. Can I tell you? It's such a great thing. Women are in for details. Yeah. Like my, my oldest son proposed to his girl, right? Yeah. And he told me. Yeah. And so Beth goes, how did he do it? I go, I don't know. <laughs> she goes, what does the ring look like? I'm like, I... and she yeah. said, these are details. I'm like, what? I just needed the headline. Yeah. And Jay is the same way. Yes. He was like, I don't, I didn't ask. Yeah. <laughs> I had this really severe mercury poisoning. Oh my God. I had, it was COVID, right? So I cracked a tooth and I'm an old dude. So we have silver fillings. Right. And I swallowed the filling. Oh my God. New fear unlocked. So like. When I did some research, I was like, well, it's COVID. I'm not going to, like, nobody's taking appointments and I'll be fine. But it turns out the mercury, it fucked me up. Wow. If so you had a filling, you swallowed cracked it. Cracked the tooth, swallowed half of it. So not only was I eating half of it, but the other half was just constantly draining into my, Ooh. and it, it just fucked me up. Wow. And How I couldn't, did you find out that it was the mercury? I, I. First of all, I, I was like, I told my dentist, I'm like, I should probably come in. He was like, what's going on? And I told him, he was like, dude, you need to be here tomorrow. Oh, wow. You need to be here tomorrow. We need to get out of your mouth tomorrow. And so he said, you need to go get your mercury levels tested too. And I went and the doctor was like, yeah, do you just suck on tuna fish all day? Oh. Like what? Like what? <laughs> what are you doing? Tuna fish enemas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so like, he was like, yeah, you need to get this out of your body. But I... I feel Golly. better and like no, your coloring is awesome. You I look, look at pictures from that time, and I'm like, oh, this dude. When people were were like, why does Wolf look like he's got a foot in the grave? I was like, what are you talking <laughs> oh. about? And I was now I look back, I'm like, yikesies. Golly, though, thank you know, thankfully that you fucking found out that it was that because most people go for testing all the time and they can't figure out what's wrong with them. So the fact that they pinpointed that it was mercury immediately. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I, I'm and like, I'm glad that I don't look like like a Tom Hanksy Philadelphia, oh. but it wasn't great. No, you, did, you definitely didn't look like you were feeling good. But I'm so happy to hear about this awakening and just this health kick that you're yeah. doing now. And like so what has changed in the past two years, though, comedy wise, you've brought like your son in Everything. and let me, let's talk about it. So it's been my favorite two years of my career. It, when I let go of all that stuff and about what I didn't have and what I do have, mm -hmm. I the universe rewards you abundantly. Do you know what I mean? No, I I've had to change my way of looking because I'm the same way. I'm always working towards the next goal. Right. And I have, I this year have literally had to sit back and kind of reassess a lot of things. And I've learned, I've started meditating and doing all that shit and it's helped so much. But when you appreciate what's already here and you don't want for anything else, the universe just starts fucking throwing shit your way crazy that like almost instantly the word abundance that you used mm -hmm. is that was that purposeful yes yeah yeah right yeah, because absolutely. thinking of abundance as opposed to scarcity right you're that's what you're inviting in yeah but absolutely. when you're constantly worried about like is money going to come in or it's not no 
you're not letting it. You're I know, blocking. And, you're blocking your blessings by yes. doing that. Absolutely. Tell, will you tell me a little bit about the meditation? Do you meditate on things? Do you go in with a purpose? Mm-mm. You just sit and. So I know you're supposed to like set an intention and have a reason for meditating. I'm new to it. I've literally been doing it probably. This is going into my second month. I suffer from severe, severe anxiety and I have, you know, depression and stuff like that. So I, my, I guess my intent every time I sit down is to be able to get through the day without fucking having panic attacks. Mm -hmm. So I, when I sit down, I visualize, I'm a visualizer. I visualize breathing in and I visualize blowing out color. And when I blow out, it's like, if I'm having anxiety, I blow out red glitter and then I keep I keep meditating and breathing until the glitter goes like white, you know? And so I can, but it really works. And like, I've been trying to tell people, I tell everybody, I'm like, you guys got to fucking meditate bitches. You know, like literally (laughs) I'm trying to preach it to people because I didn't believe it at first and it really does fucking work. And for somebody like me who literally it's a battle to get through the day with the fucking shit that I have, meditation has really helped so much with that. That's amazing. I have such a hard time not falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to meditate. Yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess when you're as amped up as I am, I'm literally fight or flight all day long. Yeah. It's like, I need that break to fucking be able to come down and, and feel not low, but relaxed, yeah. I guess you could say. So yeah, no, I, I love meditating. My meditation, I think, like I take a morning walk with my dog every morning. Yeah. I think that feels more like... That's grounding. My You're going ground, outside yeah. in nature and just grounding, feeling the air. Can the I earth. tell you how much I love Vegas? Oh, Vegas is so cool, right? I... Yeah, you okay, so you moved. We you moved. were living in Nashville last time you were we here? We were living in Nashville. And then you moved to Vegas yeah, right you know after. What nobody tells you when you move to Nashville is how shitty the weather is. It is so fucking depressing. What the fuck? It's not in the brochure. No. It's it, like, come to Nashville. Everybody is so nice. I never had depression until I moved to Nashville. There's no sunshine. No sunshine. Fucking allergies up the wazoo. Like, it's really bad. It, 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 so in the Beautiful state. Beautiful. <laughs> they complain about people moving here. Just put the weather forecast. Nobody's going to yeah. fucking come. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, by the way, yeah. it, on the same day, it's going to snow, yeah. hail, sleet, sleet. <laughs> yeah. And then a tornado's coming through and yes. then it'll be sunny by five. You're like, yeah. what? The? And then you get 45 minutes of sunshine <laughs> <laughs> because with clouds. I don't know about you. I was expecting when I hear Nashville, I'm like, oh, that's the South. Mm-hmm. It's Midwest weather. Yeah. No, it's terrible. Straight up. That has a lot to do with my mental health too. That's why I'm always traveling. When I travel, I'm fine. Ask my friends. Like literally, as soon as I get out of here, if I'm in Vegas for two days, I'm like, God, I feel so much better. Beth was the same way. Wow. When she was here, she was like, I'm just blue. Oh. She was like, I'm just down. Yeah. We get to Vegas. She was like, I fucking love it here. The sunshine, the desert. All sunshine. Yep. The food. (laughs) Yo, this is how I know I'm getting older. When people are like, how's Vegas? I'm like, the food's great. Yeah. (laughs) They have really good food there. Yeah, say the buffets. Everything is great, man. Oh, the best steaks. I will tell you one thing about Vegas that I didn't know. Yeah. Is the... Cricket grasshopper situation. Oh yeah, no, they're and they're fucking, they're out there. That's it's legit. a plague. That if oh, <laughs> it's like, or is the world and locusts. about to end? Oh, and locusts? Locusts. Wait till the locusts come out. By the way, what I hate the most about those 
creatures is how <laughs> dumb they are. They just fly right into your oh, yeah, they don't fucking give a fuck. face. It's a fucking suicide mission every time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> They're wearing those little Japanese yeah. like <laughs> literally. Did you were you there the year? Because I heard there was a year where it was like mm-hmm. you looked up in the sky yeah, and it was bad. Blanketed. It was just blanketed. Mm-hmm. And that the the I heard the casino was like you know when the doors would open automatically. Yes. Thousands of these bugs would just fly mm-hmm. in. Yep. Were you there during yeah, that apocalyptic? I, was at, I yes, yes, I lived uh, through the apocalypse of Vegas. Um, yeah, so I didn't leave Vegas until 2017-ish, oh, and then man. that's when I came to Nashville. But we just bought a house in Vegas. Yeah, we, we bought a house in Vegas last year, so now we have a house out there. Yo, that's right near where we. So wow, we got a house. We wanted to see where we wanted to live. Mm-hmm. And this is when I knew, I'm like, this is the spot. I said, hey, babe, let's rent for a year and decide. We don't know anything about Vegas. So smart, yeah. She found a five-bedroom, never lived in before, 3,200-square-foot house for $3,000 a month. Yeah, that's Vegas, yes. This is the spot where we need to be. Oh, yeah, same. Baby, Josh and his wife literally live by... (laughs) Daddy just walked in. Josh came in stroking the. He's getting buff. Baby. What's that? Well, Josh uh, was talking about his shroom shroom trip last, last night, man. Oh, every time I've ever seen him. Yeah. <laughs> So baby, remember last time? I don't know Josh not to do much. <laughs> remember last time Josh was here, how I, I said he was, looked sick? He had fucking mercury poisoning. That was what it was, man. You remember when you were like, dude, you just like thin legs with a couple abs? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah dude. I, I was, yeah, I was sick, man, but feeling so much better now, dude. Like feeling. Doesn't he look so much better too? I took a bunch of mushrooms last night. You yeah, know how that goes. He came in immediately started stroking the furry wall. I yeah. was. You want to I, sit? Are you good? Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Can I tell you that record you put up on the wall at Zany's is so dope, dude. Oh, dude. That is so cool. I was just saying that it was the most emotion I had ever seen someone get out of a crowd from singing a song. Like, it was 300 people crying. It was 300 people crying. Yes. It was it was such an emotional, special moment. And because it was the first time you had done it in front of a crowd, I felt like that emotion came straight out of you oh, man. I was into them. Yeah, no, yeah dude, that was spectacular. I watched this song change my life. Yeah. But had yet to experience it. You know what I mean? Dude, there were... There were I, I had like seen this song like changing my life, but I had yet to like experience that, you know, because of the pandemic. Josh was saying that literally watching the growth in the past two years since that moment has just been phenomenal. He's Dude. Like, People come up to him now and they're like, so that jelly roll guy. And he's like, I've been fucking telling you. Yeah. Fucking- yeah. <laughs> I was like, you weren't listening before, but yeah, man, it's been, it's been so inspirational. Even at my old age, dude, <laughs> right. To see two people, being exactly who they are and being exactly who they are. And I'm sure coming up, 
having everybody be like, you can't be this dude and be successful. You can't be this woman and be successful. And the two of you definitely can't be together and be America's sweethearts. And you guys were both like, eat my. And now he's a country singer, Josh. Yeah, dude. But now he's I married wearing a fucking rapper. You knew I was country. But, I mean, <laughs> but I thought we were hip hop for life. <laughs> Can I tell you the biggest change? <laughs> yeah, that's my marriage in a nutshell, right there. <laughs> I mean, we have the Beth and I have a lot of the same. Yeah. Can I ask you? Because this is what I found for Beth and I, that a lot of people are like, how do you do it being apart? My, how do you do I, it being together every day? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Do you know what being apart does? It reminds me how much I like you. Absolutely. And the fact that you guys can be your own people away from each other and then come together and be your own people, like that speaks volumes. That's a healthy marriage. I think so too. Like I look at people who have to be, and no judgment, I guess, yeah, none. but who have to be together all the time. I can't do it. That doesn't seem healthy to me. Mm-mm. Like It's I, codependent. Isn't it important to you to be your own own person within the relationship absolutely yes and for me what i one of the things that i love the most about beth is that she doesn't need me that she is a confident human being Mm -hmm. away from me absolutely this is all positive this is how i knew that we were gonna last because i was like oh she didn't i don't when i'm on the road i don't feel like i need to call her yeah six times a day Do you know what I mean? Oh, no. I know she's good. There's literally days that I don't talk to Jay until, almost, like, especially on tour, if I'm not with him, I won't hear from him till midnight. Yeah. And when he calls me, this is what he says, baby, I love you. I've ha- I was just thinking about you. I've had a really long day where I've had to talk to people all day. Love you, baby. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And literally, that's that's how we are. And, like, if I have to, if I'm doing a podcast run and I've talked to, like, fucking six people in a day, he'll call me and I'll be like, baby, I am just decompressing. And he'll be like, cool, call me when you can. And, you know, like, we give each other that space. You yeah. have to be able to have space but still have that connection. And I think that's, like, a best friend thing. Did you, you know? come into the relationship with that skill set? No, fuck no. I had to learn it. It was, I came from a very abusive relationship. Yep. So... I had a lot of baggage I had to unpack where I was, I I don't want to say super jealous, but I was just like very controlling. I needed to know everything, every detail, what was going on, you know, and Jay and I ended up splitting in 2018 um, because he had an affair for almost like a year behind Mm -hmm. my back. And that really taught me a lot. Like instead of me blaming my husband, like, oh, it's all your fault. I had to look within and be like, okay, what am I doing wrong Mm. that this has happened? And so it was pretty much like an ego death for me too. I had to read and him too. And we have just grown tremendously from it. And we're each other's best friends. And, you know, it's, it's just cool. We have a cool thing. Can I ask what? He, I, I'm sure you did your own work, mm-hmm. but what did he do to help reassure you to be comfortable and confident in the relationship? For two years, he went through hell with me after the affair where I literally fucking did not trust him. I mean, I would fucking yell, scream. I don't even raise my voice in our house anymore. I think in the past three years I have, ra- I've raised my voice. Never. I don't, I can't even think of one time. Like we don't yell at each other anymore. We mm-hmm. talk, you know, he had a lot of toxic traits too, that he had came in with. So we literally had to help each other unpack baggage. But you know, that two years at, he went to a lot of therapy and he had a lot of patience and a lot of just like, baby, I'm here for you. I love you. I, you know, what I did was wrong. And, 
Um, anytime I had a problem with it, if I felt insecure, he would correct it. He wouldn't yell at me. He wouldn't get mad at me. It was just a lot of love. He really healed me with a lot of love. Like he, he's like, yes, I know I fucked up, but I'm still, I'm going to let you get it out and get over it. And I'm going to reassure you every time you need me to. And that's exactly what he did. And then one, there was one day that I just never even thought about it anymore. I find your husband and it's one of the reasons that not just why I like him, but why I think a lot of people like him. Mm. This is going to sound so basic. He's one of the most human people I've ever met. He is. I always say he's an angel on earth. He's so present. You know, there, there are some people, you know, self-aware, but also when he, when he's speaking to you, Mm -hmm. he really makes you feel like, you know, there's nobody else in the world. It's me and you right now. Yeah. It's such a comforting feeling for someone to be that present when they're speaking to you because most people aren't. Well, he zeroes in. He, um, Jay is the type of guy who moves and speaks with intention. Yep. So if he gives you five minutes of his time, it's because he intentionally wants to be there and wants to know what you have to say. And even though it might only be five minutes, you've got your five minutes, you know, and that's what I love about my husband is he's not, he doesn't shuck people. It's not a facade. Literally what you see is what you get. It's, and you know, he said something to me. It's funny that in this, he said to me when he, I texted him one day and he showed up at Zany's and he was like, Hey, don't, I don't text anybody. He doesn't. And I said to him, (laughs) I don't sweat that shit. Yeah. And he said, we're going to be good friends. I was like, because you know, people have their own life Yeah. and I, one thing that also in these last couple of years that I've, you have no control over how anybody reacts to At you all, yep. or how they feel about you, how they receive your joke, how they receive your song, how they receive your podcast. All you can do is what you like. Yeah, exactly. And then how they react is a hundred percent up to them. You know, I have some friends and some people that, you know, I pro- I'm not going to mention on the pod, mm-hmm. but that it bothered me that we weren't, what I would consider friends anymore. Mm. But then I was just like, yo, people are in your life in different chapters. Yeah. Literally. We were just talking about that. I said, literally life is a highway and you're driving down it and people are going to hop on and hop off. All like the people who are successful can keep going to the next chapter. Yeah. And not live. Yo, we all know people who, when you see them, they talk about high school. Yeah. They're stuck in that chapter. That's I their... call them Al Bundy's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, the Bundy's are stuck uh, yeah. in that chapter. Yeah. And so their life doesn't progress. Mm-mm. But when you look at it not as a death, it's not a funeral. That was a part of your life. Yeah. This is now a different part of your life. And so you mourn like that person, right? Mm-hmm. But like you've done that, that thing that that person did to you, not mm-hmm. did to, but right. you're that person in somebody else's book. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so like... When you start to let go of all that stuff, it's it, it's a, it's freeing. Oh my! It's God. freeing, and it's and I'm learning that too because you know I do, I love people so much, and yeah. when I bring them close to me, if like you know something goes wrong or we have a bad falling out, I'm like I take I personally take that on, and I'm like how you know like how did this happen? And I always try to like figure it out, and I'm learning. It's a process, but you have to just let go. Did you like, so, because you do, it's such a crazy combination of somebody with a seemingly tough exterior. Mm. 
So is that tough exterior the the safety net, like the thing that you used? Because you're also a very sensitive. If you're taking other people's stuff on. Oh, yeah. Did you put the, do you think that toughness comes from like, I, I can't let anyone see what I'm taking on or what I'm feeling? Well, I was in an abuse. I had a really abusive childhood. I had a stepmother who, if she beat me and I cried, it was, what are you crying for? Don't fucking cry. You don't cry in this house. So I had to learn how to mask how I felt even as a child. So when I did leave home at 14 and I was on the streets, the only big badass that I had was me. So it was like I had to protect myself and I couldn't. If you show vulnerability on the street, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Like especially at 14, people would eat you alive. You know, so I think it's always something that I've taken through life, but I'm also not a pushover either. So yeah. it's like, no, you know, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like, I don't know if it's more of like a mask or if it's, it's a part of me just, you know, I don't let people in so easily, you know, and it's like, you have to work to get to know me, but it's like, once you're in, you're in. And I think that's why I get so hurt when people get close to me and like something happens because I'm like, God damn, yeah. we've been through some shit, <laughs> yeah. you know, but Did, enough about me. I have one more question okay. for you. Are you you know what, Josh, are you interviewing me I, or what's going on? I'm here? super <laughs> curious about this. Yeah, go ahead. So it, as having a, a being on the street of 14, mm -hmm. abusive stepmom, mm -hmm. were you nervous about being a mom? Oh, I never wanted kids. I never wanted kids. Was that because of your experience? I'm not sure because ever since I was a little girl, I always remember saying, I want to be a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. I want to have a business. I never wanted the white picket fence. I never thought about having a husband. Like I never thought about any of that. It was always just me wanting to fucking be hot and make money and be on mm -hmm. my own. Mm -hmm. And that's literally what I did. I literally have manifested my life. And actually I'm lying. Whenever I was a kid, I always said I wanted to be Tawny Katane and I wanted to have a rock star husband. Come on, dude. One of the best music videos <laughs> of literally. all literally. Time. Is that the sexiest, you know who else? Tawny Katane and Bobby Brown from cherry pie. Yes. Yes. Bobby Brown was so hot, dude. We, we saw warrant in San Antonio. Oh my gosh. It was warrant firehouse. And I forget the other trickster. Yeah. 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 Wow. So that what was a the blast tour. from the past. And so at the end of the warrant, warrant closed it out. Yeah. And what was his name? Janie Lane. I think it was I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, Hey everybody sang the song. He goes, let's go watch my girlfriend, Bobby Brown strip at PTs. It was yeah. in San Antonio. You've never seen people run out of a. a because she was we, hot. Oh, man. she was beautiful. My like, God, a gorgeous fucking blonde bombshell. That cherry pie video. Yeah, was like, I mean, just iconic. Yeah, she was Pamela before Pamela was Pamela. Did you watch that documentary? I did, and I, you know what? I've always loved Pam. Me too. Pam has always been my bitch, but I feel like that documentary finally got to show people how women in the industry are used and abused, yeah. and. You know, it's sad because she's one of the most iconic women in the world, but yet she's fucking got paid. What? F how much did she get paid for Baywatch? I forget. It was like $40,000 yeah, or something nothing. like just crazy. I was blown away and I had never thought of this by how the sex tape was kind of good for Tommy. But it wasn't for her. But, but drowned her career. Yeah. No, it was just very sad. It was a different time in the world. Yeah. You know, because nowadays it would have catapulted her, you know, whereas back then 
now it's you know we're learning that it literally just suffocated her crazy and i'm friends with with Brittany, tommy's yeah new wife and what a wonderful woman she is and i super love Brittany. yeah i've talked to her super funny yeah she's like, hilarious really creative i think she's perfect for him too but i was as i watched that because i know Brittany and i don't know pam mm-hmm. all i was thinking was if i'm Brittany watching this do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was part hurtful. of it was a love letter to yeah. Tommy. Yeah. A yeah. lot of it was hurtful. It, it, it's such a fascinating, everybody's business. It's a different time. Yeah. Everybody's business is on the fucking table right now. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Everybody's I, trying to expose everybody, which I think is fucking weird. I, I don't, or expose themselves. Yeah. You, you know the difference, like. People now get me an an ice thing. I'm like hot for some reason. Can we turn this fan on? I think you asking me questions got my anxiety going. (laughs) I get nervous. I got put on the hot seat. I find you. You're a very fascinating person. I appreciate that. Like you're multi fat. Both you and Jay are like, there's so many layers. I'm not used to people questioning me. So I like, whoa, I was like, wow. Yeah. No. And I know it came from a loving place, but that's how bad my mental health is. Is like, I get anxiety so easily. It's crazy. Do you, f- and I, if I ask you a question, is that. You're fine. I'm going to have to work through is, it. Is the anxiety like you're going to say the wrong answer? No, I don't know what it, where it comes from. What would you say, Mimi? Sorry. Uh, I, I honestly don't know. I'm a heavy listening to her life story a couple times and she's tried saying it yeah and i I always get like real i don't know if it's like triggering just from i don't know (laughs) sorry that your podcast has turned into my but you're (laughs) but you're such an inspirational (laughs) i'm over here for clemps yeah 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 because when i talk about it i just get so like oh it's crazy i get like out of my body i will tell you it's it it, i'm a hundred percent positive that not if it's inspirational for me that yeah. there are people who had similar backgrounds who find solace and like can be like I can do that. Yeah. Do no, you know what I mean? Sure. So and I don't really talk about my life story. I haven't talked about it yet. We're actually WME's working on a book deal for me right now to do that. So when I do get to share like moments of my life, I think I just get like I don't know, like overwhelmed because it's like you have to think back. I don't know. It's like a therapy thing. I need to work. Maybe I need to do some mushrooms. Some mushrooms? Yeah. Get in the tent. So I tried to Why don't do you get, <laughs> Where's get your tent. tent session? Get in the tent, bitch. You need a shirt that says get in, get the, in tent. the tent. Like literally. That is so funny. Get that is in the so tent. Funny. Um. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I tried to do mushrooms, but I, so after I saw you, remember I was taking all those vitamins and stuff. I overdosed on B12 and vitamin D and fucking ended up having to go to the hospital. Yes. And then I was microdosing and the fucking uh, mushrooms like made me super depressed. Really? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. I never heard the, 
super depressed mushroom thing Isn't like they because they use them for depression right what was it did it make you get real interest introspective i don't know i don't know if it was because i was on so many supplements at oh, the yeah. time and it just like didn't mix with it or what but it was just it was not a good concoction yeah we yeah, it was bad i mean it couple. had that same effect on you too didn't it yeah like um i would but i also smoked a lot of weed with it <laughs> I don't feel like that was the issue, but yeah, like I was trying microdosing too for like a while, like much longer yeah. than her. And like, I feel like my depression almost got worse. Like I got into a really dark place and I don't know if maybe I should have worked through the dark place so I could come out on the other end of it. But Has that ever happened to you? Yeah. Okay. But like, I've done it enough where I am at a point where I'll say, I don't want to think about that anymore. Mm. Let's think about it. Last night in my room, in the tent. <laughs> I there were times where I closed my eyes and I was vis I was seeing some real dark shit mm. and I would open my eyes and just say out loud I don't want to look at that anymore show me something else Aww. Be I've never tripped though like I've never done that this was borderline trip okay. but you know one of the things that I really have started to believe is that my brain is not in control of me. It's not. I'm in control of my brain. Absolutely. And so, I think that's what I have to learn. I, I will say out loud, I don't want to think about that anymore. Yeah. Or I don't want to think about something fun. So my new thing is, is whenever I like normally, if I'm not in front of people and I'm starting to this have a so panic. It's so funny to watch you <laughs> rub the Fiji bottle. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are having a full on panic attack. Um, I'm feeling better though. <laughs> Yeah. But um, so what I do whenever I do feel an um, anxiety attack coming on in my brain, I say change. That's it. And I've been trying to every time that happens, I say change. And I feel like now that I've been doing it, it comes on like harder. It's like my body's like, oh, yeah. OK, well, we're going to do this. And it's like so now I'm like navigating through these panic attacks. But I'm still like trying to rewire my brain. Yeah. Without any hallucinogenics, though. So, yeah, it's it's, hard. that's the uphill climb right yeah. there. Yeah, I, the hallucinogenics have really been my. Maybe I just need to try shrooms again. I won't do acid, but maybe. You no, know, there's try. no. But you know, my. So Jacob and I have been touring some. Yeah, let's talk about this. And, Enough and about he, me. And let's he, talk about you. Jacob, one day we were in Portland, and he said to me, he goes, Hey, you want to do some acid this afternoon? And I was like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> and he and I just walked around the city. I would tell you, I have a close relationship with all three of my kids. It's I love di that. different with all of them, you know? You guys want to hear the backstory about him and his children, go listen to the other episode. But Jacob touring with me has reinvigorated. It's just me and him out. We do two-man show. I love it. And he's a funny motherfucker, dude. He's funny. I mean, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Can I tell you one of the big... So <laughs> we... we um, on the meet and greet after the show... I, this is when I decided I figured out. Oh, he's got fans. He when we were in Australia, mm -hmm. we had a, this so dude sold out tour of Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, he was getting standing ovations when he walked on the stage, <laughs> and I was like, I'm not getting <laughs> standing ovations. And then my meet and greet line was like the soccer moms, and his meet and greet line was just like this young, hot, cool. And I'm like, what? You're like, can fuck? we switch? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? You guys right? are really here for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. But but it has changed my entire. And then, you know, I like to torture him. 
so I don't let him get his own hotel room. Yeah. It's just, I, I've named the tour one room, two beds. <laughs> he fucking, <laughs> he hates it. We'll get in the room and he'll sit on his bed. And go, Why oh. won't you let him get his own room? I like to torture him. Yeah. Well, that, and you can also keep a good eye on him. Yes. And I'll say to him, I'll go, dude, he was like, I just need my own room. I'm like, you can. I told him, I go, you can jerk off in the bathroom when I'm here. He was like, I don't want to talk about this with you. And I'm like, what do you think I'm doing in there for so long? He was like, I don't want to talk about this with you. So whenever I go into the bathroom, right before I go in, I'll say, maybe I'm jerking off. Maybe I'm not. I think having Josh Wolf for a dad would be fucking amazing. He's like, don't talk about that. I'm like, too late. Um, and so how did he get into comedy? You know what's funny is... I mean, besides ob- the obvious, but I mean, not everybody's a funny motherfucker, you know, and has delivery. I think he likes, um, like, he, it first just started just me and him on stage doing Q&A. And then one day I said, hey, go on stage. Oh, let's open up the show. And I say, say out loud, you know, my dad's been telling embarrassing stories about me my whole life. You want to hear a couple about him? <laughs> because nobody tells embarrassing stories about me. Right. And I was like, and then just... Tell the worst ones, you know, <laughs> and he did it one night and he just crushed. Um, and I asked him, I go, you want to do this? It could just be me and you on the road. We don't need anybody else. You open with those. And I said, do you ever want to do this by yourself? He was like, no, I like traveling with you. I'm not sure if this is what I want to do by myself, but the tandem of it has been so here's what he opens the show. I do like an hour stand up. We do like 15 minutes of Q and a, and then I do some guitar. I and love it's like songs. <laughs> do you know what else I've been doing? Gibson has been very good to me. I get a guitar at the beginning of every show and I give it, assign it and I give it away at the end of every show. Aww. And last night we gave it, Bunny, I almost w- cried on stage. Mm-hmm. Last night at the show, there was this kid this, um, who was on the spectrum and his mother had told me he hasn't been out of the house in years. But he heard you were coming to town. So he's been gearing up because he doesn't like people and being around people. And I feel him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but he was like, um, super nervous. Aww. And, um, so he came to my show in February when I was here and she told me this whole story and he reached out to me online and he was like, can I, can my mom and I come back, but can we sit in the same seats? Cause I know I was okay in these seats. And last night we gave him the guitar and this young man started to to well up in a way that was like so humbling to me because you know what was important to me starting two years ago I had told Beth I go I might stop comedy she said why and I said I really want to make a difference she said I think you're making more of a difference than you know people need comedy people need laughter yeah like i I bet you up until these two years, Jay didn't know the difference he made in people's lives, right? Mm-hmm. As an inspirational figure or somebody, or as just his music speaking to people. And the, last night really was like one of those things where like my little dick jokes are making a difference for people. That yeah. was such a huge. I think it's your, your, your ambient, your aura is healing also. You oh, know? thank you. So even though you're on stage talking about little dicks and stuff like that, you're still people can take a break out of their lives mm-hmm. to just enjoy a moment. And you are doing that for them. I, I, I also like, I love what I do. Yeah. I, I, I like being on stage. 
last yo last night was like we brought this 70 year old woman on stage oh, it was her birthday and i gave her a bag of weed oh. and she was like i'm smoking this with my family tonight and i was like all right. <laughs> i said all right yeah it was just a fucking good time we we are having such a good time and how many more shows do you guys have are you guys you're still touring right now yeah. right? is he with you he he doesn't he meets me in charlotte this weekend oh okay i was gonna say damn it you should have brought him i'm selling at my age yeah selling more tickets than i ever have Aww. and i think it goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning i'm just grateful for it yeah and the universe is like cool here's some more yeah. i'm like oh, i'm still grateful and they're like yeah open yeah. your mouth I'm keep being some. grateful yeah, yeah fuck yeah but he now my oldest son has been coming around with me and my daughter and i are doing this thing online where she, i've never put makeup on anybody <laughs> so she sent me a picture she was like i want you to make my face look like this yeah and so we are doing, we're doing these makeup tutorials with me putting, I didn't know you're supposed to be use a sponge. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was using my whole hand like this. For, for what it's <laughs> worth, I still do the hand yeah. method too. Okay. I was like matting her on the face. Yeah. She's like, you're like a monkey. Like, what are you <laughs> doing? But the whole family is like, it's such a, I feel so blessed. Man. It's just like a fucking, you guys are kind of like the, a partridge family. Like yeah. everybody's got a personality. Everybody's got a part that they play. A hundred percent. I love that. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm having more fun. And you know what? Like, I, I thought I'd be done by now. No, you got a lot of life in you, Josh. Uh, for an old dude? You're not old. Listen, your words are spells. And you have to stop saying well, I'm, that. I'm crispy and young. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, there's a you. There's a fucking a thing. Spells. They are. They have. There's a thing I have on my phone where I I was getting into this rut where I was always saying I'm old. I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> you all right over there? Yeah, dude. I'm <laughs> starting to think of all the spells I've cast on myself <laughs> in the last two days. <laughs> yeah. You got to be Dude, really was my careful. face frozen like that. I'm sorry. I was blown away for a second. Yeah, No, you got to be really careful with what you say because the the universe picks it up and you're not old. You're no. fucking literally on fire. Right yeah, now. dude. Not old. Young and spry. Fucking got a big dick. Not spry. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, universe. Spry yeah. Is tent. it too late for the big dick part? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch that motherfucker that grow. Works. Watch that shit in your tent tonight yeah. and watch it grow, buddy. <laughs> Yo, I know gravity's working on my nuts. It's not working on my dick quite as right. well. <laughs> this old man nut thing, by the way, I never saw it coming. I did because I've been in a locker room with old dudes. Right. And you're like, are How you? How old are you, Josh? I'm 53. You don't even look 53. I was thinking you were like 45. I'm 53. Okay. Well, you don't look 53. Yeah. I I feel I did the last time I was on your podcast. Yeah. I looked 53. Well, you weren't feeling good. Uh, but I feel like uh, yet. But I think Beth keeps me young. Yeah, well, she's a hottie. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you how, but she, she's older than me. Is she? Yeah. God, she's beautiful. Fucking. She is such a smoke show. Uh, it's crazy. There's she looks young. Some mornings when she'll wake up, she's like, are you staring at me? I'm like, I can't believe you're still here. Ah. Like, who are you? <laughs> I can't believe you're still here. She is and smart and the kindest. She really is. The kindest She's person. so accepting. That's the, when I first met her, I didn't feel any judgment from her. And no. normally when I meet wives, that's the first thing I feel. And she was just so loving. And so just was like, hey, Lenny. And I was just like, I love her. Do you know what like she said instantly. to me when we were driving home from that night? Uh-uh. She said, 
this is exactly what you said. She said, she is such a nice person. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, how do you get that? She was like, I know what people think, but she's like a kind, nice person. And I was, oh. like, I was like, are you sure? Does no. Beth, <laughs> does Beth want to make out too? Yeah. I was like, in do you tent? two need a, yeah, you need tent? a tent session together? <laughs> Beth is not a drug person at all. Yeah, me either. So it, like, it's, even talking about drugs makes me verklempt. Do you? That might be why I'm having anxiety too. But do you, but here's what's crazy about both of you. Yeah. Is that you're both accepting of who your husbands are and that yeah. you're going to do some drugs and like, yeah. do you know? Well, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I'm never going to change who my husband is. No. You know, like even the bad parts of him, I still loved. He changed those parts on his own, you know? So it's like, I think when you just love somebody, it's like, you know, do what you got to do, baby. Whatever makes you feel good. That's exactly. Shh. I asked her once, I was like, do you mind me getting high? And she was like, do you like getting high? And I said, I do. And she said, then I like you being high. Yeah. If, if it was something you didn't like, I would be like, no, I don't like it. But you like it for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's better than do. being shit faced drunk. Or shooting up heroin. Yeah. You between know, your mean, toes. Not that I've ever done that. I, <laughs> no. <laughs> I know one, a few people who have actually. <laughs> I. That's the one thing I. I, I, I tried Coke because I, I was confident I was going to love it. Mm-mm. I Coke's hate. a gross drug and everybody has skid marks in their underwear that does it. Like what's happening? Coke makes you have to instantly shit. Yeah. So the minute you do a line of Coke, you're taking a dump. Yeah. You got skid mark drugs. Ecstasy too. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. It's funny that that's an interesting, that's what you associate with cocaine. <laughs> yeah. It's well, I've done enough. I've done enough <laughs> eight balls in my life to know. Now, did you like Coke? No, but I would get shit faced drunk on Xanax and then I would need to come up. Right. So I would do blow. I did meth once by accident. Oh God. It was, I thought it was Coke. So my buddy was like, I got us some Coke. And then I did a line and I was like, man, that burns a lot. Maybe oh, I should try the other no. nostril just in case. I thought maybe it was this nostril and not the drugs. Yeah, that I, had just right. done. I was like, this nostril is a little raw. Let me hit this other one. Can I tell you how meth makes people look terrible? Can you, <laughs> it makes you feel terrible. I had this thin, can I tell you how I know I look bad? We went mm. to a strip club and I asked a woman for a dance and she straight up said, no. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, what? How bad? And I told my buddy, he was like, you are a sweaty mess, dude. And I go, what? He was like, you have like sweat. A on film. Your, yeah. You have yeah. like that thin and you're, you're doing this with your jaw. Oh, you have fuck. a beat of sweat on your nose. Nobody's oh, giving you a fucking God. dance. Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> you're drinking gin and tonic like no, an old man. Meth is bad. I had a little bout with meth too. I almost lost a hand because of doing meth. Why a hand? Well, I was getting tattooed by my tattoo artist in a garage. Yeah. This is a great. It wasn't a real tattoo artist. We were smoking meth. Oh, was the tattoo guy smoking meth too? Yeah. Probably. And I told him, I was so high, I told him to go deeper while he was tattooing me, and he did. And it ended up causing a severe infection in my entire arm, and I almost lost my arm because of it. Yo, first, first bad choice is having the dude giving the tattoo. Doing meth. Doing meth. I know. Yeah. My life is a fucking fuck show. That is... And second, and now bad I can't time, even. Now I literally garage. can't talk about my childhood without having to have a yeah. Fiji, cold Fiji water bottle. But I used to smoke meth in garages with fucking people who were not even certified to do tattoos. Like, tell me, life is not a circle. It's a huge, cruel joke. Really, do you? Your life seems like it's there's been so much. Oh yeah, a lot. Do you ever? Are there times where you remember a story? You're like, I can't believe 
I just remembered this. Oh yeah, all the time. All the time, right? Literally, like well, even while I'm sitting here talking to you, I'm like, good lord, how yeah. did I fucking get through that? That garage meth tattoo is like a <laughs> great reality show. Oh no, I would love to see a some dude show. do a fucking bump of meth and be like, let's tattoo. Oh, no. I'd be we like, we weren't, we weren't toot skiing. We were smoking it. Ooh, yeah, the old glass dragon. That the glass dick is yeah. something also. I felt like I would never do that, but I'd snort it. Like somehow right. I was better. Right. Do you know what I mean? That's for addicts. That's how I is... felt. I was like, I'm saving the cartilage in my nose, but I'm crystallizing my lungs. You know, <laughs> like the rationale that you have when you're in addiction is just crazy. I, I will tell you the one thing, the reason I hated Coke is Coke made me sit in a corner and shut up. Yeah. No, that's, that's what it'll do. I didn't or rock back and forth. I didn't chat it up at all. Mm-mm. Oh yeah. The fucking, can I tell you, I, I um, I integrate. I interviewed uh, Bill Gates once. Wow! And he rocks. Rocked. It could be a trauma response. It too. was one of the first things I noticed that mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, this dude is rocking," and I caught myself kind of <laughs> rocking. Like, is this what we're doing together, dude? <laughs> are we best you friends? You got to rock with. Yeah. We just became best friends. <laughs> you got to rock with Bill Gates, yeah, literally. Well, I when I was in Seattle, I lived in Seattle. I lived in Seattle at a time when, so Kurt Cobain had, I lived down the street from him when he shot himself. Mm. And I, I had a New York license. It was on Leshy. And I, I couldn't get to my house because they were like, you need to show that you, and I had a New York license. So I had to park and walk down to my house. But we used to see him out by that lake in the summer in a trench coat. And I was wow. like, this dude is not. Not healthy. okay. <laughs> but it was at a time when like you would see the guys from Alice in Chains stopping in at bars and mm-hmm. singing. It was such a crazy Back in the good old days. It was a crazy time to be in Seattle with that music. Mm-hmm. I, I I was you know, uh Courtney Love held like a huge vigil. Virgil? Vigil? Vigil. Vigil. Mm-hmm. Yep. After he passed. Mm-hmm. And said the fucking craziest. We were all like, what's happening? Well, I mean, she was probably on fucking had just done a speedball. Yeah. It, but what a, an amazing time being up in Seattle at the time. I, I remember I have a picture where I, and then when I look at it now, I was wearing flannel, mm-hmm. but I also had flannel tied around my waist. Yeah. I, was, I still rock that look. Do you go double flannel? Jacket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll still rock it. I also, I was overalls, no shirt underneath with one thing. Uh, yep, did that too. Undone? Yep. Yeah. Yep. You probably had a shirt underneath. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> a little bra, possibly, look. yes. I had, do you know, when I first started doing stand-up, I mm. thought, I need to dress so people remember me. So I had a, like a, a fedora and a oh, vest. not the fedora. And a vest with a t-shirt <laughs> under the vest and a black leather motorcycle jacket with a ponytail and bangs. Oh my God, Yo, Josh it, Wolf with bangs? It was like the worst color me bad cover. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of yeah. boy band. Why is he wearing that? It was the worst. I have to, sh- I'm gonna show you this picture. I need to see it. I kind of, because I also had this long, I I have very Jewy hair. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah. How'd you do the bangs with that? So, when when it's wet, 
I used to trick myself. I'm like, I look like a professional wrestler. Do you know what I mean? And then when it dried up, it the looked like- The old Jerry curl. Yeah, it's exactly so glow, right? <laughs> yeah. And it was wet and looked like, I was like, I look sexy as fuck. <laughs> and then it dried up and it was like a squirrel's Like nest. Bob Ross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly yeah. that tight jew curl oh, is not a good look that is hilarious but i i and then i early on i've always worn a hat on stage yeah you know it's like I, your signature when my i remember my first couple episodes of chelsea i wasn't wearing a hat and i'd known her for a long time and she said to me where's your hat <laughs> and i go it's tv i'm i'm not i thought i wasn't supposed to hat and by the way, this is one of the things that I truly love about her. Yeah, Chelsea She's, Handler, by the way. Guys. She said, I don't like your face without the hat. <laughs> and I was like, cool. I'll Chelsea the- will tell you like oh. it is, and she does not care. Can I tell you, mm-hmm. there's a point in time in my life when I was working on her show where I was 192 pounds of not good 192. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking up the stairs in front of her. And, I, and I'll tell you, so some <laughs> people like this, some people don't. Mm-hmm. But I do like this from friends. Like, right. What I want from my friend is an honest Absolutely, yeah. Who else am I going to get it from? Right. I don't need strangers' opinion. You don't need yes men. No, no, I need... And I'm walking upstairs, and I hear from behind me, your ass is gross. (laughs) And I said, what? She was like, when did your ass get so big? And I was kind of huffing and puffing up the stairs. She was like, you need to get your shit in shape. (laughs) And I fucking the next day, I was like, you are right. I looked in the the mirror. I'm like, oh, yeah, I... And I asked Beth, I'm like, do I, am I bigger? She was like, it happens so gradually. Yeah. I see you every day. Yeah. So I don't, but she, Chelsea was like, there's something wrong has happened. That's remedy. <laughs> That's She's like, let's fix, shape it let's up, buddy. Fix that shit All up. wrap right. around. Let's go. I am a hundred percent. I, there's a friend of mine who, uh, I'm known forever and he's in a tough spot hmm. in his life. And we had a Zoom with a bunch of other other friends. And I said, we got to tell them this, 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 this. And my friends were like, their attitude was like, it's his life and I don't want him to be mad at us. And I said, all right, I'm outvoted, but I want all of you to know. Yeah. If I'm fucking up in my life, yeah, this is why we're so close. I expect to hear from one of you motherfuckers. Absolutely. And if I don't, I'm going to question what this relationship is. That's what friends are about. What's the point of having a friend group if somebody's not going to tell you when you're fucking up? This is... Sometimes you can't see outside of your own. Yeah. Mimi's had to tell me a couple times, like, hey, man, reel it back in. You but know, you like, respect that yeah, from somebody. Mm-hmm. To, and they. And here's another thing. It's not something mean you're doing. You care enough about her to be like, hey, I care about you. I think this is a bad move for you. Yeah. Ultimately, you're going to make whatever decision you want. But this is what friends do. Yeah. Yeah. I, totally. I, my, my, that friend group, I was like, you guys... This is not a good look for us. Well, you should probably just tell them, hey, look, I'm going to tell him. I did. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He did not receive it well. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably why they didn't want to tell him then. Yeah. Now we know why. He's not talking to me anymore. But Uh, uh, he will, will, though. When it all comes, when the the world circles back around, he'll come back around. At the end of the day, though, again, like we go back to what we were saying, not up to me. Right. But I know that in my conscience, I did the right thing. Yeah. I did the right thing. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you, uh, everything, life and how you talk to people is all about intention. So if you intended on going to him to help him, yeah, that's all you needed to do. I agree. You know, you didn't have any bad intentions behind what you were doing. So, 
Yeah, I really, I mean, intention is so important mm -hmm. for like, I know a lot of people think they, they think outcome. Yeah. If you start with intent, outcome's gonna. Yeah, absolutely. Eventually find its way there. I mean, look at this place. Yeah, no, we're, we're growing and glowing. That's what I say. I mean, that furry wall is like. <laughs> we're going to let you go back over to the furry wall. Because there's mushrooms on the furry wall. <laughs> let's talk about what 20, what, the, what does the rest of 2023 have in store for you? Well, we're selling out theaters now. Crazy. <sighs> so proud of you. Selling out theaters now. I'm just like so blown away. It It is close to emotional when I think about where I am, the ups and downs, people telling me a couple of years ago, basically you should start doing something else. You should retire. You're at an age where no, you're not going to get new fans. There aren't going to be. And like, so this is, uh, it, I was at the, it's just very emotional for me. Yeah. Almost every night. Because you're so grateful. I am so incredibly grateful mm -hmm. for and for the whole journey for the ups and the downs yeah um but 2023 is just honestly i have some incredibly huge things brewing um anything we can talk about a little hint a little exclusive so i'm putting something together you know the key in this business a lot of times is to be first mm -hmm. first to market first we're putting something together with friends with a couple of friends of mine and some money people that is going to, I think change things for comedians in general. I love that. I, I love that you're always helping others along your way. I think it's so important. Mm -hmm. My I, husband I'll, does that too. When you, to, to see people who don't reach back, I'm like, what are we? Yeah. Well, why not? Selfishness. But like, it's not going to affect yours right you know what i mean yeah but so 2023 is just jacob and i on the road mm -hmm. my oldest son will be coming on the road also Yay. so jacob's your youngest. second young oh he's your youngest. youngest okay gotcha and uh and and just more fam i'm i'm leaning in because i love it to the stuff with my family i love it it's working though that's it the beauty of it you're doing what you want to do for the first time and yes. what you're loving more than anything ever in the world. Yes. And it's working. I'm putting out, uh, I, you know how my, I like to write those songs. Yes. I'm putting out a album called songs. My wife used to love. <laughs> so all of her favorite songs I'm, I'm changing the words to. Yeah. And she fucking hates it, which I love <laughs> if you're married to somebody and you don't bother them. Right. That's one of my favorite things to do. I have yeah. this long eyebrow that she hates. Mm -hmm. and so we lay in bed and I'll look at her and I'll twirl it. <laughs> She's like, I fucking hate that eyebrow <laughs> so much. I'm like, I'm like a super villain, right? She's yeah. like, I fucking hate that. But like, so this her. album, ton of fun. I got, ooh, I got a residency in Vegas. No, for, I mean, ooh, wait a second. Ooh, How ooh, could you ooh. not tell me that I first to tell you. and foremost? Okay, okay so... You know the 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 show that I was doing down here that that Jelly did with me a couple of times, yeah. the Bonanza Extravaganza, which was like comedy. We did first time comics, we did music, we did a lot of improv stuff. It was yeah. like a show. I'm 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 taking that Nashville version and I'm bringing it to Vegas. So it's That's gonna have a very so amazing Vegas Where? at it's starting at Kimmel's Comedy Club. Okay. Oh, I didn't even know he had a comedy club. It's starting there so we can really build what the show is. Right. It's called Josh Wolf's Fantastical Jamboree. Oh my gosh, we're gonna come see it. Oh, it's so much. It's every Monday. It's like 
we did the f- the first one last month, and man, this show is gonna be something special. Fucking because you know what it is? It's just fun. Good, and that people can feel that when you're on stage and you're working. If it's work, and that's how you feel about it, people can feel that. But yeah. because you're going on stage and you're just having a blast with your friends, like everybody else feels like they're having a blast too, right along with you. Listen, the, the leopard pants I wore last night. <laughs> I almost brought them today. I wish you would. I, <laughs> they're I in the would. car. No, it's okay. Okay, we'll yeah, yeah. They're, but the leopard pants are like, I, I've really started, Beth is like, you know, your stage clothes have started to bleed into real life. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, she goes, you know, you wore a fur coat for real to dinner. You're not night. method acting anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, was that a red suit you wore out? I'm like, yeah, I like it with the white shoes. She was like, yeah. Uh, but so I, I am just really embracing fun. And that's what 2023 yeah, is. I love that. Where can people buy tickets? Comedianjoshwolf.com for tour dates. Comedianjoshwolf.com. Um, the, I have a show on YouTube uh, that I do with my youngest son called Family Tussle, where we do terrible things to each other. Um, I have the makeup tutorial on YouTube. My YouTube channel is really where you can find everything you need to find about me, but comedian Joshwolf.com for tour dates. And yeah, man, I I'm, I'm just so grateful to be here and for you to have me back on. And Josh, thank you so much for coming. And thank you for allowing me to a space to have a panic attack in the middle of your, that uh, was fucking amazing. (laughs) That better get views on TikTok. (laughs) I didn't go through hell just for nothing. No, I'm just kidding. I have expected you to just start pouring the bottle on your head. Listen, it almost got there. Okay. When I have panic attacks, I hop in the shower and they literally get rid of them. Do you cold bath it in cold shower? So I cold shower it, but I want to do, I start doing cold plunges. So too much of a pussy. I like that cryo. Yeah. I haven't done cryo yet. I love cryo. Yeah. But the cold bath, I'm so much of a, I put my foot in. I'm like, you know what? I'm healthy. (laughs) I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good without that part of this part of the health thing. I think I love it because of my anxiety is so severe that I need something to shock me. I need something to kind of like jolt me to like be back in my body instead of being out of my body. Have you tried self hypnosis at all? I have not. What does that entail? Well, so this, the anxiety thing, I've read a lot about. You should read a lot about the self-hypnosis. I will. Where you can rewire your brain through self-hypnosis. Hmm. And there's, you can have somebody, you can hire somebody to guide you. You can, there are apps where you can guide you. But I've been reading a lot about it. It's like meditation plus. You're using the, the tools of hypnosis to help rewire uh, but it's fascinating stuff. You sh- I would read about it. Um, because I'll, I'll fucking wake up clucking like a chicken and hilarious. shit. Hilarious. <laughs> if you start speaking French, you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, just wake up a whole new fucking persona, <laughs> dude. With my, If I did something like that by myself, that's probably what would happen. I'll wake up like Rando Macho. Ran- uh, what is his name? What's his name? Macho Man Randy Savage. One oh. day. <laughs> if you like, woke up like, ooh, yeah. Brother. yeah. I would fucking. fucking Your voice changed. You're like, how? And Jay's poor Jay is just stuck with me. Dude, he would call me like, dude, what did you do? I didn't think she would gonna start talking like the Taco Bell dog. That's not what I thought yeah. was gonna happen. Like Spuds McKenzie. Yeah. And shit. Oh, good reference. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, do we even remember Spuds McKenzie? Nobody remembers. You do. Well, that dog is so, so cute. That you that don't remember shape him? of the head. You don't oh remember gosh. Spuds McKenzie. He was the he was like the dog that had the red circle around his yeah. eye. He was the bull terrier. What about the Taco Bell dog? I do know that 
Yo quiero. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yeah, yo quiero Taco Bell. Yeah, that is also a good one. <laughs> My dog shits on trees. <laughs> he puts his asshole up against the tree, and he sh- and it sticks. He shits on trees. He doesn't shit on the grass. He shits on trees or on top of bushes. But what he kind of dog is it? How tall ha- is he? He's half pit, half American bulldog. Okay, so he's a big guy. So when it leaves, it's just this piece of shit hanging off of the tree. And you're like, it's so it gives a new meaning to Dingleberry, it's right? Such a weird thing. You know, the tree's like, yo, 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 shit. Can't you shit on the bottom? You're shitting. And then he likes like on a cactus in the desert. He likes to shit on the cactus. He doesn't get a prickle in his butt. He hovers over. Oh, he hovers over and like drop a fucking cherry on top of the cactus. And he'll just like walk away like, there you go. Go ahead, pick that up. Like, Has oh, he like, been like that since he was a puppy? Since we got him, he shit on bushes, shit in. And I only made the mistake once. I was like, I'm going to reach in the bush. Oh, no. And the, you know, I, the, one of the little things made a hole. So I had a little poop on my finger. Oh, no. And that's something that mentally like lived with me for like three months. Oh, Every no. time this hand came close to my face, I was like, nope. <laughs> I wouldn't even masturbate with my right hand oh, anymore. I'm like, can't. I'm not. No. Old, little fucking pink eye, stink eye for the pink yeah. eye. <laughs> you don't want to do that, buddy. Yeah, dude. You don't want to get dog pink eye. That oh is a bad, a stink no, eye pink eye. Oh, God. No, but yeah. Terrible. Your dog doesn't shit on the bushes? No, he. but Chachi literally doesn't have to scrunch because his butthole's so big. So Chachi's normally here, too. And Does he, he have a big butthole? He's got the biggest cratery butthole I've ever seen on a dog. I mean, he's the most beautiful dog, and yeah. he turns around and he's all asshole and literally all he has to do is just stand he stands and shits he doesn't have to hunch over because his butthole is so wide and so big that it just plops out that is a, so no he's got no hemorrhoids it's just <laughs> no. effortless no and he's crazy he doesn't he knows he has a big butthole so he, <laughs> he shits like a vegan it just comes yeah. right out literally Yo, are you he does kidding? not let anybody touch his asshole either <laughs> this dog we every time we take him to the vet they, yeah. he tries to bite them every time they touch his asshole yeah if you try to touch his asshole he will fight you he hasn't had the right finger yet yeah <laughs> uh, that's what Pretty i learned much. i was like him when i was younger and then i was like that's what it's about got Do you it like a finger in the asshole yeah. all the time or just every now and then no every now and then is it stroking your g-spot or just penetration it's the g-spot yeah and it's also do you do like, it yourself no because i i tried once and i started to laugh oh, i was like yeah. this is funny my fingers in my butthole right now like we're like do you know what i mean like you I were just, so horny just jack it off one time like, and you were like and then i stopped i was like i can't and now yeah. what am i gonna do with this do you know what i mean yep you can't put the old stink on no. the pink nope <laughs> Uh, no, I I just can't do it to myself. I can't get past the funny because here's what I start to think about as a comic. Yeah. This has got to look so funny. Right. Like if Beth walked in right now, first of all, she would be like, "We're done with that finger." Please. Yeah. Like you're gonna have to use something else. But but like for me also like yeah I I don't like to do it myself, and for her like I don't like anything all the time. Right. No, it gets monotonous. We're like, we're doing this together. So there are some things where I'll be like, we're, we'll both decide we're not going to do that for a couple months. Right. So when we do it again, yeah, like it's like, it oh, makes yeah. it fun and exciting. Yeah. yeah. But do you feel like you ejaculate harder from that? Because like, that's the whole reason why people get their G spot stimulated. 
I don't know if it's because of the G spot or mm. because it's like, oh, we're doing this fun new thing again. Right. And I, it's not my finger. Right. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, <laughs> you right. got to go wash your finger. That's not. <laughs> this is not, not my... No dirty Sanchez's. Oh, not in our house. No, no dirty. <laughs> Although, look, man, I, I'm not against playing jokes like that on each other. You know what? I told you about the Big Mac story. I did it one time. Remember? Do you remember the Big Mac story? Yes. <laughs> I swiped my friend's asshole and it smelled like Big Mac and I fucking would go and stick it under people. Like that's the last time I ever credit carded anybody's butthole. No filter because you, you never know what people's butthole. You really know a lot about a person by the way their butthole smells. So if you ask Jacob Wolf a story, okay? Oh no. We were at my daughter's, it was a recital for like her. She was in high school. Yeah. And a woman sat in front of us jeans big booty mm-hmm. no underwear nice asshole walk like it was so it was coming down and jacob and it was me jacob and beth <laughs> and beth looks at both of us and she goes did one of you fart oh, and i was like no. no and i go jake you fart and he was like no and then he jacob just goes <laughs> and i was like you think that's her butthole? And every time she would move, a waft of asshole would just come up. Oh my gosh. And I was like, these are the worst seats in the house. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I would have probably moved or he, complained. He, he, who complained to her? Who wash your asshole? <laughs> who am I compl- complaining to? Who am I complaining to? Move, to? Like, hey, excuse me, Usher. <laughs> Come, can, come let her walk. Yeah. Do you have a wipe? Can you? Oh, no. Right. And so like, how can you not smell that though? I'm sorry. If anything on me smells, I know it. Especially your asshole. Yeah. You the, asshole has a specific smell. I hope it's the only thing on your body that smells like that. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? If you're like, is that your mouth yeah. or your asshole? You've made some bad life choices. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. If I can't tell the yeah. difference between your asshole Ooh. and your mouth, we yeah. can't be friends. No, it's a weird thing. It is a weird thing. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, how could you go out in public and not know that that you can you can waft in it yourself? That's the thing. Like, the no underwear is a choice. I'm happy if you want to make. Right. But like. If your asshole's hanging out of your pants, mm-hmm. you've got to take extra special care. Yeah. Especially make... if you've got a big ass because there, no air gets in there. So when the air does hit. Yeah, dude, it's it snuck out. No offense to our big booty Judy's, but. No, but it's crazy. My Jacob's girlfriend nicknamed my dog Big Booty Judy. <laughs> the one who shits on trees. <laughs> yes, dude, the one who shits on trees. He is fucking bananas. He also. You know, Fitting one, for the family, though. You did not warn me about the coyotes in Vegas. Oh, yeah. They're everywhere. And not scared. No. They're and friendly. healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Healthy looking. Yeah. Oh, it, they don't go without food. That's for sure. Dude, they eat L- dogs. They eat yes! everything. Yeah. In L.A., they're very methy looking. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're mangy yeah. <laughs> yeah. and they run sideways. Oh, no. They're, they're the elite in Vegas. Yo, they look like that dog Balto. That, you yeah. know what I mean? They, they, we <laughs> yeah. had, um, he and I, and my dog's not small. Yeah. <laughs> the There was a coyote following us. Wow, he was stalking you guys. So we were out, you know, the, there's a place called the Nevada Power Lines, mm-hmm. which is, right? We were out walking there. Mm-hmm. And I was, it was one of the first times I was out there. And I was high and I was looking around. And there was this coyote walking behind us. So I stopped. And in L.A., if you go, ha, they'll run away. <laughs> and I went, ha. 
And he looked at me like, chew, motherfucker. You got a, you got a cold? Hot chew? You, you okay? <laughs> like, 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 and I threw a rock at him and he didn't budge. No, they don't care. If once they lock their eyes on something too, they'll probably, he'll probably like stalk wherever you are. We went back the next day, not thinking, <clears throat> and there were three of them. Oh, he went and got the homies. That's right, dude. That's fucking right. We got the homies. We have them back. Yeah, no, they they were looking for trouble. Yeah, dude, and you know who doesn't want trouble high at seven in the morning? No, this guy or Big Booty Judy. Big Booty Judy thinks he wants something. Oh, he does. Oh, fuck yeah. He's like, I think I could take him. I'm like, no, bro, no. You get fed in a bowl every morning. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what I mean? These motherfuckers have to fight for their scraps. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) dude. I rub your belly to put you to sleep at night, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? These dudes are not they don't need yeah <laughs> i love that josh i love thank every you. time you come on the podcast thank you for having me i can't wait to have you back in another let's do another year let's don't do another two years i but would love to gotta bring the family i will bring I mean, there's enough seats here well by the time you come back we're gonna have another studio and it's gonna be bigger bigger your words are spells yes for words are spells that's yeah. right i'm young with a big dick yeah <laughs> Yes, we gotta we gotta give you enough time to rub the furry wall over here too. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> been, a, he literally this whole podcast has been looking over. I keep at the looking wall. over like this. It looks so luscious. <laughs> I love you so much. Thank you so much for having and me. And I'm so proud of you. I really am. You say you're proud of Jay and I. I'm so proud of you. Just watching your growth, your health, your journey, just your generosity and your genuineness also is just always such a breath of fresh air. Thank you. That means so much to me. And I want to tell you something. I am at a point in my life where I'm not deflecting compliments. I'm receiving that. Yay, good. And so thank you so much for saying that. That means a lot to me. I appreciate good. you very much. I love it. That's what, you know what? We all need to take a book, a page out of Josh Wolf's book. I love that. I, pre- I feel like you dropped a lot of wisdom today. I did shrooms last night. Yeah. So that's All right, everybody, what... go do fucking shrooms. Get in your tents and let me know how it let goes. Let me know how the tent sessions go, everybody. <laughs> I'll see you. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Dumb Blonde. I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.